With basil in hand, I reached for my beloved to acquire a fair man. He received my sprig ungloved. I rubbed green leaves upon my body, hoping to be wed. With a drop of honey, he won't be sorry when he takes my ass to bed. If I were poor, I'd surely know to make a basil tea. And into my bath the tea would go, for money grows on trees. Wealth and riches I'd carry bunches in my wallet, purse, or pocket, or place a few large leaves inside the register before I surely lock it. Be careful, though, for all you see, a scorpion below it. But even there shall the remedy be. If it stings, be glad indeed you grow it. Greetings! Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is an occasionally comedic, poetic podcast about mysticism, spirituality, the esoteric, and I guess a little bit of magic. Welcome to Season 7 of A Thousand Serious Moves. This season, we're going to dive on into some herbal lore physical remedies and magical uses of the herbs. Let it be known that I am not a medical doctor, nor am I an herbalist. This podcast is merely for entertainment purposes. Even if you're not actually entertained, it is the intent that you be entertained. And if you do find some practical uses from this podcast, then all so much more the better. So yeah, the magical, practical, and useful uses of particular herbs. I feel like I was yelling into the microphone. Anyway, what else? Okay, uh, yeah, I have notes because I'm a professional. Oh my god, I have a carrot cake recipe in the background on my computer. Um, and there's like an ad playing. It's like a woman dancing. Jesus Christ, these mind parasites. It's like, can I just bake my friend a fucking carrot cake without being parasited by fucking DeSerono? Shit. Okay. Anywho, a happy new moon today. The new moon is in Scorpio. Apparently, this month is supposed to be a shit show astrologically, especially in the middle of the month. 
I get my astrology information primarily from the astrology podcast. They have an actual podcast and then you can also watch on YouTube. Um, fucking legit. Um, if you're not into astrology, why are you listening to this podcast? Or wait, no, don't go, don't go, don't go. Uh, this is like a secondhand information podcast. I read and consume information and I pass it on to you. So this month of November, I'm going to basically be staying away from everybody and everything so as to avoid future regrets. Obviously, you can't totally avoid everybody and everything, or can you? I mean, truly, that's kind of my heart's deepest desire. But my heart also likes pretty things and attractive men and smoking cigarettes. And so (laughs) here we are working on a life of contemplation and yet also having a podcast. It's like also the video version is back. Um, the past couple episodes, the shitty video player on my computer wasn't working and now it's working again, though, as we know, the sound quality is awful for these videos, but people, I guess, like it. And by people, I mean about a dozen people prefer to watch the video versus just the audio on YouTube. Speaking of plugging things. Um, my ass, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Sorry. Not sorry. I'm not fucking sorry for talking about plugging. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can book a tarot reading with me at samantha.as.me. That's a win-win. You can get to know whatever future is ahead for you or how to navigate the future to your greatest benefit. Uh, or you can just go blindly into the future. But if you would like to get a tarot reading, that's how you can do it. Book online at samantha.as.me. You can also support this podcast by purchasing art from my Etsy shop at etsy.com slash shop slash Hanael777. That's H A N. A-E-L-777. All right, I'm taking a sip from my tea. My basil tea. Today's herb of the day is basil, so I'm drinking some basil tea. But before we get into all that funness, I have notes here to ask you to take a bath. Basically, when's the last time you took a bath? When's the last time you jumped in the ocean? If you take a bath, maybe throw some salt in there. I mean, just like, why am I telling you this? I'm just talking about purifying and cleansing. After Halloween, for some reason, I feel like it's important to take a ritual bath. I mean, I feel like it's important to take a ritual bath anyway, but for Christ's sake, at least throw some salt in your bath water. 
if not do a nice smudge of your house like with some sage palo santo a juniper branch from your backyard if you live in texas or somewhere like that shit you can even use pine to smudge your house did you know that you don't even have to be like a hipster about it you can just go grab a dead branch of pine from your front yard and just use that and just like burn it and like smudge your house cleansing 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 salt in your bath some nice smelling plant material in your house last week which was the last season i paused when talking about nag champa incense the reason i paused is because sometimes with these like store-bought incenses we don't really know what's in them and certain ones from india utilize cow dung because that's sacred to them but maybe that's not something that we would want to use for purification purposes. But do what you want. Again, this is just for entertainment purposes. Um, what do I know anyway? Truly, I'm trying to unknow. I mean, I don't even think reality is real. So take everything I say with a grain of salt for purification purposes, of course. All right, you can also purify and bless your house with Psalm 89. I'm not going to let these Psalms die, y'all. If you don't believe in the Bible, what does that even mean? Like, what does that even mean? If it works, then you fucking work it. How about that? So if you are open-minded, if you're like chill and like cool and you've worked through some of your religious trauma then maybe consider utilizing Psalm 89 to bless your house. These Psalms go back beyond Christianity, beyond your Christian trauma. They even go back beyond Judaism, perhaps even to Babylon or before. I also find a lot of Egyptian uh, symbolism in these Psalms. And as we've already discussed in the previous seasons, there are early manuscripts of these psalms wherein certain names of older gods were scratched out and the names of Hebrew gods, uh, we'll use that word plurally, Hebrew names of God um, were written in their place. So don't let the dogma catch you up um, if you want your house to be blessed. And I can actually say that Psalm 89 fracking works i can't tell you why i know that it works but trust me it works because i live here at building 98 which is a supposedly haunted place in marfa texas and um let's just say this psalm works so maybe throw some salt in your bath water maybe smudge your house with some sage or a pine branch or some juniper palo santo and maybe you could also pray psalm 89 over some holy water yes and then sprinkle it around your house if you don't have holy water there's three options they're super easy you could buy some online. Actually, here's four. You could just Google holy water and then just buy it online. You could go to your Catholic supply store. 
you could buy holy water there. You could literally email me htxoracle at gmail.com. Throw me like five bucks for shipping and I'll, I'll mail you some holy water. Or if you don't feel like doing any of that, at least pour a bowl of spring water and add some salt in it. Make up your own prayers to bless it. So there's options. You're never totally stuck. And so then you pray Psalm 89 over this holy salt water. And then you sprinkle it around your house. This is a long psalm. And I like it long, as we know. And so I'm going to read it before we get into the magical and useful purposes of Basil. Psalm 89 I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn to my servant, David. Your seed I will establish forever and build up your throne to all generations, Selah. And the heavens will praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness also in the assembly of the saints. For who in the heavens can be compared to the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened to the Lord? God is greatly to be praised in the assembly of the saints and to be held in reverence by those all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is mighty like you, O Lord? Your faithfulness also surrounds you. You rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. You have broken Rahab in pieces as one who is slain. You have scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all its fullness, you have founded them. The north and the south, you have created them. Tabor and Hermon rejoice in your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand and high is your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. In your name they rejoice all day long, and in your righteousness they are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength, and in your favor our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to the Lord, and our King to the Holy One of Israel. Then you spoke in a vision to your Holy One and said, I have given help to one who is mighty. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found my servant David. With my holy oil I have anointed him. 
with whom my hand shall be established. Also my arm shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not outwit him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. I will beat down his foes before his face, and plague those who hate him. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him, and in my name his horn shall be exalted. Also I will set his hand over the sea, and his right hand over the rivers. He shall cry to me, You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. Also I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. My mercy I will keep for him forever, and my covenant shall stand firm with him. His seed I will make to endure forever, in his throne as the days of heaven. If his sons forsake my law, and do not walk in my judgments, if they break my statutes, and do not keep my commandments, then I will punish their transgression with their rod, and their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness I will not utterly take from him, nor allow my faithfulness to fail. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His seed shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. It shall be established forever like the moon, even like the faithful witness in the sky, Selah. But you have cast off and abhorred, you have been furious with your anointed. You have renounced the covenant of your servant, you have profaned his ground by casting it to the ground. You have broken down all his hedges, you have brought his strongholds to ruin. All who pass by the way plunder him, he is a reproach to his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his adversaries, you have made all his enemies rejoice. You have also turned back the edge of the sword, and have not sustained him in the battle. You have made his glory cease, and cast his throne down to the ground. The days of his youth you have shortened, you have covered him with shame, Selah. How long, Lord? Will you hide yourself forever? Will your wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. For what futility have you created all the children of men? What man can live and not see death? Can he deliver his life from the power of the grave, Selah? Lord, where are your former loving kindnesses which you swore to David in your truth? Remember, Lord, the reproach of your servants, 
how I bear in my bosom the reproach of all the many peoples with which your enemies have reproached, O Lord, with which they have reproached the footsteps of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord forevermore. Amen and amen. All right, and now on to basil, our herb of the day. Drinking from my basil tea. Did you know that you can make basil tea and drink it? Isn't that crazy? You can add a little honey in there. So I have a few different sources here that I'm working with because we're talking about um, magical uses of basil as well as some healing remedies. As always, we remember that I am not a doctor. I am not an herbalist. I have a problem with the word I to begin with. So, anywho, okay, so The Secret Power of Plants by Brett L. Bolton is one of my sources. This book is really interesting because the first half of the book is all about how, like, these scientific studies about how when people would pray over seeds, that the seeds that were prayed over uh, grew faster and stronger than the seeds that were not, and how groups of people didn't even have to be in the same room as the plant, but even praying from a distance still helped those seeds to grow. Um, also interesting is that when they had, you know, two different plants where one was being prayed over, the same plant, one was being prayed over and the other wasn't, the one being prayed over grew stronger and faster than the one not. But then whenever they stopped praying for the one plant and started praying for the other plant, the other plant then started to grow stronger and faster and more vigorous. So the power of thought, the power of intention, and the power of prayer. Um, yes. And so that's the first half of the secret power of plants. And then the second half, he goes into some historical and practical and even magical uses of the herbs. And so in this book, he talks about the lore of basil being associated with scorpions, which I feel like I see that like every time that I, I read about basil, there's always this association with scorpions how scorpions breed under basil plants, which I haven't seen. I'm like knocking on wood. I haven't seen based on my own experience, but I haven't grown basil out in Marfa yet. And so there are scorpions out here. So I wouldn't be surprised if I ended up, I end up seeing that come springtime. Um, so just right off the bat, like I associate basil with money and love. And so it's interesting that we keep hearing about scorpions and um, basil and then this association with money and love with basil. Astrologically speaking, Scorpio typically rules the eighth house, which has to do with other people's finances as well as an association with sex. Um, so sex, other people's finances, 
and then the sign of Scorpio. So it's just an interesting thread to kind of marinate on. The secret power of plants says that basil is associated with hatred and so you should try shouting words of abuse when you're planting basil seeds and that'll help it grow. And maybe that's true because a couple years ago when my ex and I were together, American Spirit sent him like a bunch of basil seeds for his birthday and uh, that basil plant grew really strong, you know, and maybe some of our shouting helped that basil plant grow. <laughs> oh, ding dong. I have to laugh or else I'll cry. <laughs> no, I've done plenty of crying and processing about a lot of things. There's also another book that I was reading a lot the past month. It's called The Sacred Herbs of Samhain. Again, Samhain spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. It's by Ellen Everett Hopman. And in this book, she also talks about how scorpions breed under basil plants. Um, and she says that when the plant is held and treated gently, it gives off a pleasant perfume and that the scent of basil is fit for the house of a king. So again, I'm thinking about basil's association with money. There's also holy basil. You know, obviously there's a lot of different types of basil, but there are there is a type of basil called holy basil, apparently, and that has many associations um, and healing properties as well associated with money, wealth, and prosperity. So here's this. Why not drink some basil tea? Maybe even like say a little prayer over it that it would contribute to the flourishing and prosperity of your house. I say as I take a sip. So basil, the scent of basil is fit for the house of a king. In Ayurvedic medicine, ba holy basil is also said to bring balance to the mind, body, and spirit. And so if you're feeling a little off balance, maybe drink some basil tea. As we remember, I am not a doctor because there's also a warning that if you're that um, if you're pregnant, if you're pregnant, you should probably just like not eat anything because apparently like every herb could be like detrimental to a pregnancy, which is not totally true, but it seems like that there's a lot of warnings about taking medicinal quantities of herbs. So like maybe a little basil is fine, but I guess if you're taking like a medicinal amount um don't because and you're pregnant don't because apparently it has um abortive qualities unless that's what you're going for maybe you live in the state of texas and you can't afford to go to another state to get an abortion uh maybe you want to take some basil i am not a doctor i am not a doctor i am not an herbalist but apparently basil has abortive qualities if you take medicinal amounts Nothing is all good or all bad. Wisdom maintains that... Just kidding. So, anyway. Um, are you not entertained by this podcast? 
So holy basil can bring balance to your mind, body, and spirit. Allegedly, it can also help if you have a cold or any type of lung condition or liver disease. Um, can help with arthritis, diabetes, and cancer. This is where things start to get a little bit more interesting here, is that basil can also help with insect stings. And so here we are now back at Scorpio. So it's funny that scorpions are allegedly fond of basil plants because in the disease is the cure itself because apparently basil can help heal the sting of a scorpion, yes. Also other insect stings and bites, you would make like a poultice, 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 uh, which is basically you take the herb and you kind of like smash it up and then you mix it with just like a little bit of like hot water and then you apply that to the wound with like a, you know, like a clean cloth over it. So if you've been bitten by a scorpion, or I guess they don't bite, if you've been stung by a scorpion or other insect, put some basil on it. Put some basil on it. Okay, so yes. So that's your like health and general overview. Now we're actually going to talk about some of the magical uses of basil. So this, this is from the Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs, which is by Scott Cunningham, which I guess a lot of magical practitioners talk shit about Scott Cunningham because it's like magic 101. But hey, that's where we are with this podcast. I mean, don't you want to know some actual things that you can do with basil? Like, I mean, fuck for real. So the scent of fresh basil can be used to soothe tempers between lovers. So here we are back again with basil being associated with love. And so maybe you've pissed off your significant other. Maybe rub some fresh basil leaves on your body. Or why don't both of y'all just go over there and just like put your face in the basil and just like sniff it and maybe it'll help soothe the tension between you yeah because it says fresh leaves are rubbed against the skin as a natural love perfume so maybe you're gonna go on a hot date and maybe you're like wanting to get that guy or or girl or whomever and then you rub some fresh basil leaves on your body or like You know, maybe you just like happen to walk past a basil plant. You're like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to rub some of that shit on my shit and I'm going to like get fucking laid. If you want the affection of a particular man, hand him a sprig of basil. I wish I had known that a couple weeks ago. There was a particular man here. (laughs) I handed him something else and he handed me a couple of things, but not a sprig of basil. However, I will make sure to have a sprig of basil on hand next time I'm around a particular someone that I'm interested in. So if you want the affection of a particular man, hand him a sprig of basil. And if he receives the sprig, 
then love shall ensue. So that's some uh, love associations with basil. There's also financial associations with basil. So maybe if you're a sex worker, listen up. Maybe this is like your, maybe this is your shit. Like maybe basil's like your fucking shit. Like, so basil also brings wealth to those who carry it or if you have a cash register for your business, place some basil in your cash register or on your door sill. Yes, and so we can all use a little extra cashiola. So why not put some fresh, big ol' leaves of basil in your wallet, your pocket, your pocketbook, your purse. Put some basil in your places of finance where you hold money. Maybe you have like a money bag or a petty cash or... I don't know, maybe even like your change jar. Though I associate usually basil more with like bills than change, but that could just be my own association. So yeah, put it in your cash register, put it on your door sill at your business, put it in your wallet. Basil, 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 basil. You can also give basil as a gift for someone who, as like a housewarming gift for someone moving into their new home and it'll bring good luck into their home so yeah basil is a great gift if someone is moving into a new home and you want them to have good luck then give them a gift of a pot of basil and here we go here's another final magical use for you make a tea of basil and add it to your bath water to attract wealth make sure to air dry not towel dry so you'd make like a cup of tea as if you were making like basil tea. You'd steep your water. You could put fresh leaves in it or if all you have is the dried, that's fine too. And um, if you have the dried, I would suggest, well, it's fine. Make a basil tea, add it to your bath water, maybe with a little salt and then air dry. Don't towel dry, air dry. And then that'll help a child attract wealth I know how to talk um yes and then I've also heard of this basil tea bath used for sex workers as well which totally makes sense if you're wanting the scent of basil to attract a lover and also finances then it would totally make sense that you would make a basil tea and add it to your bath water before you go meet your John or Jerry or whatever um, if you use the fresh leaves, you can collect those from the bathwater, scatter them at a crossroads, bury them. Um, they say that if you use the really big leaves, that that's like even more money. It's like collecting money. Mm -hmm. Yes. So love and finances are great for basil. And I wrote a poem to help us remember because I am a poet. And here is this poem dedicated to our good friend, Basil. With Basil in hand, I reached for my beloved to acquire a fair man. He received my sprig ungloved. I rubbed green leaves upon my body 
hoping to be wed. With a drop of honey, he won't be sorry when he takes my ass to bed. If I were poor, I'd surely know to make a basil tea. And into my bath the tea would go, for money grows on trees. Wealth and riches, I'd carry bunches in my wallet, purse, or pocket, or place a few large leaves inside the register before I surely lock it. Be careful, though, for all you see, a scorpion below it. But even there shall the remedy be. If it stings, be glad indeed you grow it. <laughs>